Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another PT Podcast brought to you by Crossroads Community Church in Lindale, Texas. I am your host, PT, with my podcasting partners. It's always great to be with these guys, the Irishman, Todd Bergen. What's up, Todd? What's up? How you doing, man? I'm great. Are you doing good? Yeah, I you am. You smell doing... good. Do I? Thank yeah, you. you smell uh, good. You smell you like bacon. You took a shower today. Good deal. Oh, yes. <laughs> And I'm joined with the bald beauty himself, Steve Howard. What's up, man? How y'all doing? You notice we all look really bad compared to, to Steve. I know, right? Yeah, it's the time no, of the... No, no, man. No. You should see Todd, man. He's all grimmed up. He looks uh, he looks good, man. Uh, it's, I, I like it's, him. Yeah. It's Not nothing like the bald beauty. He's got a lot of hair. It's nothing no, like the bald beauty. Yeah, it's nothing like the bald beauty. Oh, I'm just whatever. saying. I, it's the time in the mirror, dude. That's what it's I'm saying. True. Yeah. <laughs> I'm three seconds with the That's how I prepare my day. Just look at myself in the mirror. Wow. Yeah. How does it go again? You can't see this, but it's it's a it's a slight turn to the right, a slight turn to the left. Looks good. A slight turn to the left, to the right, to the left. About about five or ten minutes of that, and then you know, then he'll ask, "How does it look?" And then another <laughs> ten was, minutes. That was that was college when um, I had hair. Not not according to Lorraine. Lorraine says it's now shifted from your bald head to your to your beard. to your beard. Beard hairs. Yes. Yes, but that's why I, we call him the ball beauty folks because he he cares about beauty. He cares about beauty. Mm-hmm. He does. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. <laughs> I just want to know how you get that glow on the top. Oh yes, it's beautiful. Dang, mm. it's the Lord. It's he, the Lord. Yeah, he he shines through. It shines through oh, on your on your head. Yeah, head. my head. It's yes. a halo. Oh, it's, a halo. it's beautiful. Yes. It's I let beautiful. my light shine. <laughs> Yeah, I I look in the mirror and I hear yes, it's so and that's why I'm bald, but it's been a chosen bald. I can still grow the hair. It just it's it's selective on where it appears. Whereas Todd, who is is a nice, little bit full of hair, we're all jealous yes. of you, Todd. He's got the Irish mm-hmm. redhead. Yeah, it's just not fair. Yeah, just not fair. Well, anyways, welcome guys to another PT podcast. I think I got some years on you guys. You you have a couple of them, but you still have a full head of hair. Yeah, I think I have more gray than you do, but not as much as Tim. Yeah, Tim's got the gray. Tim's got the gray beat. Dude, yes. when you when you pastor for twenty five years, you have gray, gray hair. hair. I bet that is part of it. Yes. And I really don't care what what color it turns, as long as it don't turn loose. Yeah. My hair, yeah, yeah. They have no, gray no. than away, yeah, gray that's than away. True. That's, that's right, true. that's right. So, anyways, we we digress. <laughs> yes. That was the the mother of all rabbit trails, but yes. it doesn't matter because that's what this is all about—the randomness of PT and the PT podcast. Um, listen, we are really excited. You. Thank you, thank you. Boy, that sounds like a podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm not laughing really. All right, so anyways. Um, <laughs> We are really happy that you guys are listening in every week, and we appreciate you. Last week, we had an incredible time with Grandpa uh, Larry Maddox coming in, and we appreciate it. I've gotten several messages about how they're thankful that they were able to hear that. Um, I got a, one in particular from a guy from Center, Texas, uh, which Grandpa was a uh, the pastor at, at the First Assembly of God there in Center, Texas, for, for quite some time, I think about 10, 12 years, and uh, was was. A very positive impact there, but uh, one of, one of the people that were part of his congregation there uh, listened in last week and was blessed by it, and I'm I'm really really happy that they, that that it's reaching people in that regard. Amen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm I, I need your help though, folks. I really need you to go out there to the PT Podcast uh, Facebook page, which is at the PT Podcast. You go there 
and you like the page. And then I want you, every time that we post a podcast, I want you to just share the snot out of it. Yes. I want you to pod, share share the snot out of the podcast. I want you to comment. I want you to love. I want you to like. I want you to laugh. I, I, I need, Tell us where you're from. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Start talking with us. Yeah, yeah. Message us. Let us know where you're at and comment on the Podbean thing. When you go on Podbean and if you're a member of the Podbean, that's where we actually post. That's our hosting site. We want to thank Podbean for doing that. Yes. Um, even though we're paying them to do it. Thank you for letting yes. us pay to put the podcast out there. But anyways. What a blessing. Yeah, what a blessing. Uh, but I want you guys to realize that without your help and without your support, we, we kind of stall out. So we need your help to go out there and and like it and co- post and, 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 and have conversations with us about stuff. We, we really thrive on that um, uh, feedback. feedback. Thank you. So... Uh, being being that as it may, uh, the more that you share, the more that you comment, the more that you post, the more exposure that we get out there and people will start listening. And, and we've had several comments. In fact, we've had prayer requests come in. Um, who's, uh, whose phone? That's... Uh Whose phone? Who who did who did that? <laughs> that is breaking the rule number one. We we cannot have. Oh my lord! Yes, we got to shut shut those things off. Hold on, folks. We're going to shut these things off. Okay, where's mine? I think it just it could have been mine. To be honest with you, no, oh, it's right. not it mine. Was, it was mine. Okay, it, yeah. yeah, ding. Shame on yeah. you, Todd. Todd, no, you're not supposed to do that. All right. So, anyways, that was a that was a dinger. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right, so we're getting a lot of testimonies of people calling in, or not calling in, but people writing in messages. We've actually had prayer requests come in, um, you know, about people's marriages or people's lives, um, and, and we're, we're excited to be able to pray with you about those things, so please do that. Um, on other news, this week, uh, really banner time for me and personally, um, celebrated on Wednesday a 20th anniversary with my wife. Uh, why, why thank you thank you, thank you. Thank you. Way to go. Thanks. she actually deserves the, the, the applause on that because For sure. I don't know how anybody now Steve you're crazy so I'm not going to put you've you've lasted a little bit longer than 20 years with me um, since I we were 14 when we first met each other yes yes but you've not been married with me and had to kiss me no yeah so i don't know how anybody yeah yeah. yes whiskers (laughs) don't like whiskers i don't like them either man yeah you're for for real but uh cheryl evidently likes me a little bit and so she's stuck around i i know i love her that's awesome um y'all keep her in your prayers she's she's on a covid wing uh she's a registered nurse and she's she's working it's been very very tough wow out there in uh in the world of covid Mm-hmm. Um, and so y'all keep her in the press, but yeah, 20 years, man. I don't know how she's put up with me. Actually, we've been together not, not, we didn't live together, but we were dating for two mm-hmm. and a half years before then. So she's actually been around me for 22 and a half years. Wow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how she's done it. It's the Lord. It's gotta be, it's gotta be the Lord. Um, here's the other thing. Uh, last week, remember, um, what this was, I think Todd's favorite story. Uh, about grandpa being in the forest and they went and prayed yes and uh, he was with a certain particular guy his his name was forrest gibbs frosty is what he called him Uh, and uh, this week um, we got the call yesterday that and today's friday by the way that's when we recorded this but yesterday uh, thursday morning we got the call that frosty uh, brother frosty gibbs has passed away in his sleep at, oh, the, at the age of 88. So we're going to keep praying for uh, Larry Maddox and, and the family. Uh, I know my mom, and we're very, very close to them, and our hearts go out to that family, for, uh, Wanda especially. Um, 
uh, who is has lost her husband of, of 70 years, guys. Wow. wow. Yeah. They just celebrated last month 70 years. You're bragging that is about awesome. 20. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, I, yeah. I'm not bragging on it, man. I'm just saying it's a miracle. That is uh, a miracle. And for 70 years, uh, I mean, that's almost unheard of anymore. That's um, amazing. So uh, when you when you start talking about the years that it comes on, um, it uh, it it's amazing to me that people have chosen uh, to live a life of, of forbearance and long suffering. And when we start talking about Frosty and Wanda, that was such an incredible. I know my grandparents uh, on my dad's side was sixty five years, um, and then Grandpa passed away right before uh, they hit any uh, another oh, wow. one. So yeah, it was it's pretty pretty incredible. You, you you get these kind of numbers, but and then we had another friend of ours. Uh, her name is Kathy. She passed away um, uh, from from COVID. Um, oh my. Uh, and very very difficult passing. So it's been a it's been a week, man. It's been a week uh, wrought with not only celebration but pretty bittersweet with with the losses that we are experiencing. And we know that Frosty and Kathy are in a better place. But you guys keep the uh, Kathy's family in your prayers. Uh, she's got a, a daughter, grand grandsons, or grand grand uh, grandkids, and uh, sons and a daughter and a husband that she leaves behind. And I know that there's a church family at, at, at the Church of Garden Valley that is just reeling because she's such a positive impact everywhere she went. In the city wow. of Ann, she worked at the farmhouse and uh, she was a huge, uh, huge blessing there. I know they're reeling from it. Mm-hmm. So you guys just keep them in your prayers. Uh, but we also are yeah. celebrating not only an anniversary, but Todd, you have some pretty hoss papa news, right? It's been great. It's been great. Let us know all about okay, it. Okay, come on, man. So, so, so now I don't know. We didn't really get to do a podcast on this or anything, as far as saying the statement. But uh, me and my wife had decided to sell our house to start a ministry, C three Serenity Farms, and right here on the church property. And so that house has been sold. Amen. And we are able to move forward on the project, so we're super excited can't wait to tell Woo-hoo! everybody about it yeah it's That's gonna be exciting awesome. now it had to be god it had yes. like oh, it totally yeah yes every every aspect of it was all about god because mm-hmm. too many things fell into place when we mm-hmm. thought man there's, there's no way there's no way and then all of a sudden there's god yes and so he uh he managed to give us a place to stay and money to do everything with and so once we completed the project it all fell into place and we had a great friend of ours who was a realtor, and he helped us out. And he's also supporting the project. So, Man, awesome. great! Yeah. You know, when, when we first started talking about the Serenity Farm project and things like that, it was a it's huge leap, and for things to to drop like they have dropped, um, and for things to work out the way that they have worked out, this just it goes back to that provision podcast on uh, episode two with Jim and D. When you take steps and you put God in the position to to come through, mm-hmm. yeah. He does come through. Um, and so, but we, now we've got a, a C3 Serenity Farm. We're going to be starting uh, the, the first tier of things that we're wanting. What do we call it? The, the first. Yeah, first phase. First phase. And uh, it's uh, here's the cool thing about that. It is completely already paid for the first phase. Um, wow. Yes, that God has provided the way to, to wow. get the first phase completely finished. But that doesn't mean that we don't need um, uh, people to come in alongside us and, and to give to the, the farm project. So please, you guys, this is another opportunity for you guys to support um, a crossroads um, and the, the, the local farm yes. uh, of C3 Serenity Farm. Uh, you guys just give to that. You can find more information about that at C3 Lindale. 
at the Facebook page or at C3 Serenity Farm. Uh, there's a page uh, dedicated to Facebook um, uh, as far as I think. That might yeah, not be live yet. I think it's, I think it's still in the process. It's, I don't know if we've gone totally live with it yet. We might not have, but stay tuned. Yes. I know that you can still find some more about the project For on sure. C, uh, at C3 Lindale page. So you Great. guys check that out. Also, hey, I got, I got, I got the new Second Childhood shirts. Yes. The second, second childhood. The, the second, 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 second childhood shirts. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Not yeah. the first ones. We're going to keep having our second childhood. I, awesome. I think. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. So anyways, there's a lot of great stuff going on. Today, we're going to be talking about... I want one of those shirts. You want... Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I'm going to get some too. You can get some. the first one. I if want you're, the second If you're interested one. in getting one of those shirts, just message me on Facebook. I yeah. will tell you, or I'll just tell you after the podcast what you got to do to get them. Yep. No, no, make him message you. Okay. Yeah. Steve, you got to message me. To Sorry. Do you take trade-ins? Trade-ins? <laughs> no, because I've smelled that shirt. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So before the shower. we're going to be talking about a doozy of a subject Topic. matter. Yes. Yes. Um, but I think it's so inc incredibly important. We don't have a guest today. We're just going to be us three talking about it, me, Todd, and, and, and Steve. And the reason why this is so imperative is because I think there are so many misconceptions about this topic forgiveness um and a lot of people they they have a lot of condemnation when it comes to this subject because they are expecting impossible things out of themselves and i don't think that's the way it's supposed to be we're going to go to matthew chapter 18 though right now we're going to kind of briefly run through what jesus says about forgiveness and forgiving your brother and then we're going to talk about three different ways of forgiveness. Before we're going to talk about those three different ways, though, we're going to kind of try to define what it looks like and what it doesn't look like and have a conversation between all, us three about what we believe about those things. Uh, try to stay away from <laughs> what, what uh, my, one of my favorite people in the world, Kevin Harrison, Pastor Kevin, uh, calls specula Jesus, um, which is, uh, this is what I think is right. I'm, I'm, we're not going to try to do that. We're going we're gonna to lead by experience what stick we've gone facts. through and stick to what we know to be true. But let's go to Matthew chapter 18. We're going to start with verse 15. Once again, that's Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. And I'm reading from the ESV, the English Standard Version. And it says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. That's huge. Um, mm -hmm. Yes. Record, so don't, <laughs> you don't need to take it before the church the first time, even though you might be upset. <laughs> Stay. Stay between you two for for a little bit. Yeah. Stay in the lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't can't tell don't you. Tell everybody what they did. No. Yeah, it's none of nobody else's business, yeah. especially the ones that can't do nothing about it. If you're offended or there if you he's go. offended, you guys work it out between the two of you. Yes. Yeah, that's for sure. That's some good advice, right yes. there. Yes. Yeah. It's like Jesus knew what he was talking about. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, it's don't in run, red. Don't run some gossip out there. But he also knows that some people are are, are mean. Or that they're obstinate. What? Yeah, I know. No Can you believe that? No, so Matthew 15, we're still Matthew chapter 18, verse 15. It says, go between you and him alone. If he listens to you, it's a big if, yeah. then you have gained your brother. Verse 16, but if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. So now we're bringing two or three people along with us. We've kind of got a mediation going. Right. If he's still not listening, yeah. he says, verse 17, if he refuses to listen to them, then tell it to the church. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed hmm. in heaven. And again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. 
for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Now, there's a whole other podcast wow. just in these yeah, two yes. statements. Yeah. But you have to understand the context of what Jesus is talking yeah. about. He's not talking about your Lamborghini. He's not talking about your prosperity. He's talking about resolving conflict. Mm -hmm. He's talking about letting go of something. Yeah. And for those of you that are having issues of letting go with stuff, maybe it's anxiety, maybe it's worry of those things, you've got to stop thinking in terms of materialistic things. It's a spiritual battle. It's not a physical battle. And sometimes there are physical battles to be had. But when we're dealing with other things, other other situations in our lives, like people, we're having people problems. More oftentimes, in, not, in, in the Bible is really clear, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities of power, spiritual wickedness, and thrown in high, in high places. Mm -hmm. So we, we need to understand when Jesus is talking here, he's not conveying that if two of you gathered and you agree regarding a Lamborghini, <laughs> it's talking about, okay, you agree that this according is... According to his will. Yeah, according... Well, uh, as far as the context is concerned, he's talking mm -hmm. about this conflict. Yeah, he is right. talking... Well, that's correct. Yeah, yes. he's mm -hmm. not talking about getting stuff that you want. He's talking about if two of you are agreed about this subject and what's going on and you bind it on, on, on earth, it'll be bound in heaven. Yeah. So he's talking about a, a genuine concern about the conflict resolution. Yes. Okay? But he goes right into... Right after verse 20, he goes right into um, 20. And remember, when Matthew's writing this, he's not writing in verses. So this is all a complete thought. And he mm -hmm. goes into verse 21, and he says, Then Peter came up to him and said, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? How many times do you expect me to do this? Mm -hmm. How many times is he going to hit me in the face? As many as seven times? And Jesus said to him, I don't say to you seven times, but, and everybody knows what this is, 70 mm -hmm. times. I'm 77. Se 70 times seven. Yeah, seven. but 77 times. And he said, therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. That's a lot of money, guys. It's mm -hmm. a whole lot of money. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. Mm -hmm. So essentially, the king said, pay up or, or you're... I'm selling you into slavery. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm going to sell everything you own. Mm -hmm. And you notice that even then it wouldn't settle the account. It's, there's so much money that was owed, and the servant didn't have it. So verse 26, so the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me, and I will pay you everything. And verse 27, and out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when the same servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him 100 denarii, which is nothing. Nothing, yeah. Like pennies compared to what he owed. And seizing him, like he twenty dollars or something like that, maybe. It's like pennies compared to the ten thousand. Yeah, it was. So it was day's wage, is what it was. Yeah, and he owed like millions. Well, he owed, yeah, tons, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, he said ten thousand talents, which is about twenty years' wages. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So a talent was, uh, it was a monetary unit that was worth about twenty years' wages for laborers. Okay. So one talent was. 20 years. Mm -hmm. He owed 10,000 mm. talents. Wow. So just, just. Somebody was way behind their payments. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one, one month, one. Yeah. 10 years. There's no way he could have paid One day. Denari is one day, one day. That's wage. Right. That's right. Wow. A, a talent is 20 years. Yeah. And he, he owed 10,000 10, talents. talents. Wow. Yeah. That's so, a good perspective. Yeah. So he gets, once the king forgives him, he goes out and he finds a servant. And he owes him one day's wage. And he seizes him and begins to choke him, saying, pay what you owe. 
So his fellow servant fell down and did exactly what he did with the king. Mm -hmm. He pleaded with him. And he said, have patience with me and I will pay you. And Which he, he could have easily paid him back because he only owed one day's wage. Well, with a little bit of patience, probably could have yeah. got it the next day. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But he refused and went out and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. Wow. So instead of mercy, he went ahead and did justice. He, he went ahead and put him in. And he had, he had rights to put him in prison if he didn't pay. Okay? Just like the king had rights to sell him into slavery. So mm -hmm. just saying. Yeah. Just saying. So. When his fellow servants saw that he had what had taken place, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. So then his master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Mm -hmm. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in his anger, the master delivered him to the jailers until he should pay all his debt. So also... My heavenly Father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Mm. All right, so some heavy, heavy Very stuff. Heavy. Uh, I've heard it said, um, and and it is interpreted several that the Lord will recall your debts. your 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 debt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we need we need to have a conversation here because I know that out there. Forgiveness sometimes equates forgetting, and for you know you've heard the the ad, the, the, old, the old adage of forgive and forget. Forget, yeah, yeah. it's almost like grace and mercy. You know, those two mm -hmm. things are not the same not thing. Not the same thing, but, but they're always put. But together. they're always put together. Yeah. So you've got forgive and forget. Mm -hmm. So my question to you guys: Do you think it's possible to forgive and forget? Is it is it is it possible for us to forget anything? First of all, I mean, obviously, in old age, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm experiencing that on a day to day basis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we're not talking about that kind of thing. Usually, yeah. if I slap somebody, they remember that. Yes, it's a lot easier to to remember negative things. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed that. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So, what Agreed. do you think? I mean, do you? I I would say that you can forget. I know that many things in my life I've forgotten. Right. I chose to forget. Um, sometimes if they're just in a spot where I don't want to be or I don't want to think about it, I find myself going, okay, let's just file it in the back and let's let's not address it. And I, I don't know if it comes with forgiveness, though, but I know that it does come with kind of a back of the mind, out of sight, and I guess that is, out of sight, out of mind. But um, my forgiveness usually comes with something that I have to deal with face-to-face -face right now. Hmm. It's interesting you say that. I mean, mm -hmm. you file it away. Yeah. My my question is, forgetting it to me sounds like it's it it's impossible for me to recall. That's not true. No. Yeah. You can still recall it. It's whether you choose to recall. It. It's a choice. It's like you choose to forgive. So if I forget something, like I can't remember a name, that's different. Yeah. Okay, so that we're we're, we're kind of having the conversation here, yeah. but if if we're we're putting the forgiveness in with the forgetting, and it is a offense that we've got, mm -hmm. you're telling me that it's a choice to forget. Are you telling me that if you're making that choice, do you have the choice not to forget it? Can you recall it? Yeah. Yes. The the um, I think what the issue is is not to dwell on it. Yes. Because you, it's kind of hard to forgive something that you're always your mind's always on meditating it. on it. Yeah, that's the difference is you have to make a conscience choice to forgive them, but you don't put yourself in a place to be hurt again, but you might, but you want to, but you still, uh, 
not that you don't forget what they've done, but you concentrate on positive things and you don't don't dwell on what they've done and you don't um every time their name come up you know want to do something uh, to retaliate that's <laughs> yeah. how you kind of know if you've uh, been what would you do steve <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you get off the cliff, that's how you know if you're forgiven or not if, if you um shove them off the cliff. have vengeance in your heart like you want to retaliate in some way then you know that you still have some work towards forgiveness of that issue and let's think about it if there's people that come in and out of your life all the time and so if you have somebody that comes into your life and they've done something they maybe they've wronged you but then they're out of your life it's a season then you can look at it this way i can choose to forget that situation because hey they're not coming back into my life those are easier ones too those are easier ones. yeah it's those ones that but do you really closest I don't know to you, you that are the hardest. I don't know if you really forgive them, but that's kind of an incident where you you put it in the back of your mind because you're like, they're not here for me to. I can I can say I can lay it on the heart of the Lord and say, look, Lord, I forgive them. Or mm-hmm. I hope they forgive me for what I've done. Whatever, yeah. whatever the case may be. But if you if you can't actually have that conversation to provide that forgiveness, then. What choice do you have? You're going to dwell on it. Well, as the as the world defines forgetting, it, it's it's That's true. It, you can't. I can't. I can't see it from your perspective in that in that in in a worldly perspective. It's obvious that it's impossible for me to forget if I put my hand on over a fire. I'm going to remember the pain that comes along with yeah. doing that. That's called learning. Yes. You know, that's something that we have to do in order. You don't want to make dumb mistakes again. So like you were talking about, I'm going to remember the hurt because I don't want to put myself in that position again. Yes. That's what Steve was saying. Um, But at the same time, the world equates forgetting as something that it's just if, if you forgive, you should not recall. I know a lot of people have a lot of. And I say a lot of people, I think there are quite a few people out there and, and you guys can correct me on, on message if you want to comment or whatnot. But I think the general consensus out there is for forgiveness comes alongside with forgetting. You have to forget. You cannot. Con- in fact, in in counseling, a lot of times you're not allowed to bring up past things. You're yeah. not because you were supposed to have moved forward, forgotten that yeah. you're supposed to have, you're not supposed to recall those things. Well, they first, I believe that they usually have you recall it because sometimes you, you suppress it. So you need to bring it back it's saying that you to, haven't, you haven't actually forgiven. You haven't, right. you haven't dealt with it. So, right. but once you've dealt with it, then you need to move on, move on. Well, I know. But so once you moved on, are you telling me that you've forgotten it? You're not bringing it back up again? No. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there. I don't think it's possible for us to say, with a world perspective, that and and I know that we we're trying to come from a spiritual perspective, but I yeah. want to bring a realism to this thing. And utopia, yes, I can say what what God says. I'm going to cast it as far as the east is from the west. But remember, His reach is still farther than the east is from the west. Yes, right. So He can reach farther than that. So it might be pretty far away. Yeah. But the choice is to not remember it. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're not learning, and it doesn't necessarily mean that we aren't able to recall those things. There are pain. There's pain involved in offense, always. Yes, you, you can't help it. Is sometimes people do things to us that burn us or hurt us or spurn us, and it it calls into question their trustworthiness. And that's something that we don't talk a lot about in our culture today. Yeah. Trustworthiness. We talk about credit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Did you pay this? You know, and yeah. we're, we're talking about civil suits or things like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easier to talk about, well, all right, you, you know, you need to forgive that. You know, every one of us has been in a position where oh, there's not, there's too much month at the end of the money. Yes. Um, and we talked about that in week two, but this, this time we, we could be talking about, you know, really heavy things like molestation, um, pedophilia, wow. adultery, mm. you know, these are heavy. I'm mean, really, really heavy things. And you said something, Todd, which really stuck out to me is, you know, the, the recollection of these things or the recalling of these things are it's, it's, you can't help, but have that reaction. Once it happens, you, you file it back there because mm -hmm. you don't really know what to do with it. And then sometimes you don't have a forgiveness to give. I, I know personally, there was something that happened to me at age eight. I'm not going to go into it, but personally at age eight, I had something very sinister happen to me. And before I had a chance to, to really get the guy, you know, like talk to him and, and have a come to Jesus meeting. Cause that's, mm. you know, what I wanted to do. Um, this is before I really allowed the Lord to deal with my heart about it, mm. but, um, he yeah. died. Oh wow! Oh wow! This, this guy dies. So it's like, well, there's there's a there's a page there that I never shut the book on because it's oh. you know how do you how do you get closure? Mm -hmm. mm. What if you can't? What if what if there is no apology? What if there is no and is forgiveness about the mutual mutuality of coming together and resolving it or is it? And I love what we're saying here. Yeah. I love what you said that you have to choose to forget. You have to choose to say, okay, I'm not going to recall that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to let that rule that me. back. Yeah. I'm not going to let that rule me. And forgiveness is a continual process process of yeah. saying, I'm yeah. not going to remember that. I'm not going to call that to remembrance. I'm not going to bring that I'm out. I'm going to dwell on it. And I wonder if, if the Lord is the same thing, like exactly what you said. I'm not going to yeah. dwell on that. I'm going to ruminate. I'm not going to meditate on that. Yeah. I love that you said that. That's that's really insightful because to me that's freeing. It's saying, well, yeah. I don't have to wait for this guy to come to me and apologize. Right. Yeah. I can say, all right, I can I can forgive that guy even if he doesn't apologize. I can move on. Yeah, I think that's why he has the the two, um, you know, to bring the two witnesses because you've done your part and they just witnessed that. Hey, this guy just laid it all out there. He asked for for forgiveness he tried to work it out but the other person decided not to so he's he's free he has decided he he's did what he was part. supposed to do now it's up to that person whether or not they want to forgive what they did because a lot of times there's mutual fault it's not sure I, I, there's always when you tell a story it's always going to be two sides there's always going to be two sides to the story but people are always going to tell their side of the story well sure yeah you got you know <laughs> That's Mine's part of forgiveness right. too. You gotta always Unless remember, that and then it's Mine's you know, right. I'm always right. You yeah, have yeah. a fault in this too, so you need to make sure that you know. Now you need to forgive me because I didn't do anything to you. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's well, it it's because we judge ourselves by our intentions, and we judge others by their actions. Yeah. So it's really easy for us to see our hearts in the matter, and as innocent as our hearts might be in the offense. The, the fact of the matter is you still offended somebody and somebody's looking at us to judge in our action. Mm -hmm. They don't necessarily know our heart. No. And, and it's, yeah. it's very, it's extraordinarily difficult to be on the outside of a person's, uh, their heart, yeah. their intentions, because yeah. what, I, what I'm doing is I'm trying to assign yeah. your intentions by what your actions are. And, and yeah. we're looking from the outside. Yeah. Looking from the outside in. Yeah. yeah. 
that one of the great greatest stories that I've ever seen on TV. I don't know if y'all seen this before. Um, was when there was this mother, her kid was shot by another young kid, and um, he he was killed, and and God dealt with her through to forgive that man, and she went to him in prison, prison. yeah, and she um, witnessed to this guy. This guy, this young man, young kid became a man in prison, and she led him to the Lord, and he wound up living next door to her. Oh wow! Yeah. And they became like he became like her son that that yeah. she had lost by his own hands. That Talk about is forgiveness. Forgiveness, yes. In a nutshell, even even the world uh, saw that, and they had to put it on TV. Yep. I don't know if I anybody's ever seen that. I remember that. Show. It was amazing. Or, or, it was, that's one of the most amazing. Story stories of forgiveness yeah. other than Jesus, you know, dying on the cross for all of our sins. Right. That is just the picture of forgiveness. I mean, well, I don't know how you can get any better than that. Earlier on in Matthew chapter five, Jesus, he, he says it in the Beatitudes. He says, blessed are the merciful mm-hmm. for they shall obtain mercy. mercy. Yeah. So it's uh, in the, in the, in the, in the I don't record, know if I could like, ever do that. I, I don't, I mean, well, I don't know if you have a choice. I know, but oh boy, give man, I would not want to be in that place. Well, no, I mean, who 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 wishes that on themselves? But to be I would, in that place. I mean, it'd be easy to say, yeah, that would be me. I'd be that way. But man, that takes a lot ultimate forgiveness to be able to do something like that. I mean, well, only I, I, God can do something like I that. I don't, I don't, I don't know. See, I'm not sure I agree with you, Steve. I think it, it's all in the way that know, we perceive. I don't perceive. want to be put in that place. Well, I don't think so either. I don't think anybody wishes that on themselves or anybody for I'm that just matter. Being honest. Well, I agree with you. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I, I agree with your honesty. I'm not necessarily certain. It depends on your perception. Um, because if you're looking at something and you're saying this is happening to me, and I have to choose to forgive, and I'm not sure I can, I'm not sure that we're seeing the whole entire picture if we're looking at it with that with that viewpoint. And then we start to look like that servant that says, I've got to go and I got to pay this as soon as I possibly can. I got to go and hold somebody by the nape of the neck Mm -hmm. because they've wronged me and I need to make sure that happens instead of remembering that what days before. Well, I could forgive them, but I don't know if I, I mean, can't forget. Yeah. Or live next to them. (laughs) I don't know. I, you know, it would, you know, have to be God that would work through me. Just like, I'm sure that's what happened with that lady is that God just, Change, just somehow worked her heart to be able to forgive. Some people have that gift. I have a pretty good gift of forgiveness. Of, I'm of mercy and for, mercy. I, I do have the. I do too. Have mercy. You know, have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> you know that the looks that are going on in the studio. I, I will. I will. You say, know me well. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. That we all have our lines. Yeah. And there are some people that are supernaturally inclined. Yeah. Just like in First Corinthians twelve where it talks about that the Holy Spirit comes. And I think in that instance, the Holy Spirit may have come and, yeah. and given her a supernatural yeah. gift it, of that's mercy. That's what I'm thinking. But it had to be. When we're talking about forgiving others, it's easy when you look at those things to go, okay, I can forgive others. I think in light of what we're reading, have mercy, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be given mercy. Mercy, yes. Or if the king, if you realize how much you've been forgiven, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for you to recollect somebody else's you know, denarii when yeah. you owe 10,000 talents. Yeah. You, you got to keep your perspective. How open. many, how many times have I offended God? Oh yeah. Oh, how many times have you forgiven sure. me? Yeah. So th- I think we have to understand though, and, and understand his viewpoint as well, because he forgives us when we go, when we are truthfully, when we are really asking his forgiveness. Yeah. 
I think he is diligent to forgive all of our trespasses as we come to him and ask him. Yeah. He's, he's faithful to forgive us of our sin, sure. yeah. is what it says. But I also think that he's given a promise to those people that recall other people's debt. Even in the Lord's Prayer, he says, forgive us our debts as, as we, we forgive, forgive our, our debtors. Yeah. Okay, So there is a, a line all the way throughout Jesus' teaching mm-hmm. where he says, listen, your father is willing to forgive you mm-hmm. if you're willing to go out and do the same. Yeah, to forgive others. Mm-hmm. And in light of everything that I've forgiven you, the 10,000 denarii, or 10,000 talents, excuse yeah. me, then are you willing to forgive others? The, the denarii? Yeah, the day's wage versus yeah, you know your twenty, twenty years times ten thousand. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, it in light of that, it's easy to forgive other people in that perspective. I understand what you're saying that I don't. I'm not sure I could bring them on and let them live next to me. And there yeah. are supernatural things that. Well, I mean, he actually like became her, like she treated him adopted as if son. Adopted son. Yeah. Mm. Well, what does God do? He adopts us as sons. Yeah, and it, and like you said, um, you know, he didn't he didn't require. Well, he requires us for salvation, but he, when he said he said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." So he said, "Father, for, forgive them preemptively, even, preemptively, even though they didn't say forgive." But at that time, right. they didn't say. Well, forgive us for what we're doing to you, Jesus. Will you forgive us? But now we that's how we become salvation is we ask him to forgive us for what we've done. So he already forgave us up front. So that's what we do with reconciliation with him. He's beseeching. He's advocating on the cross mm-hmm. for us. For us. Mm-hmm. So the father is making determination at real time mm-hmm. through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus yeah. Christ. The When you go to him, that, that forgiveness is made possible. Mm-hmm through the atonement of Calvary, yeah. that you are able to have a relationship with Christ, and in Christ's atonement, God yes. is able to forgive, and that, that punishment is satisfied. Yeah. Okay, because obviously, if, if we're talking about the theological premise here, God has got to be faithful to his word, and yes. that all sin leads to death. It's just the way yes. it is. That's the system. Right. When he told Adam and Eve, if you sin, this day you'll surely die. So it, it comes into play God's immutable law of if if you sin you will die that's part of it yeah so in order for you to be justified there had to be there had to be an atonement there yes. had to be a, a righteous reaction and, and for god to be faithful to his word there had to be an atonement jesus provided that and, and that's a whole other podcast to begin with but forgiveness is made way when i'm talking about our relationship with it because i know yeah. each and every one of us sitting here right now has got real-time forgiveness things where yes. we are either recalling or we remember or in, in in light of the entire picture of what god has done in us and how much he has forgiven to us with other people it seems to me and this is just me but it seems to me it is illogical for me to command apology or even demand that you know you owe me anything after i have been forgiven yeah. so much now obviously i'm, I'm not a carpet i'm not somebody to, to rub Wipe beat on mm-hmm. but at the same time man i we live in a culture where it's like justice justice now i want you to give me yeah. justice now in fact i want you to give me justice for you know 300 years ago when your fathers did this to my fathers we're living in that kind of day and age yes. right now and we're paying for everybody else's mistakes as far as and, and they, they are too they they suffer just like anybody else suffers on this planet with 
retribution or revenge or any of those things. Yes. What I'm saying is, in light of what God has done for us, if you look at that full perspective, it's going to be really difficult for you to stand on your high horse and demand somebody at the nape of the neck that you've got to pay up what you owe me. You owe me an apology. And <laughs> but mm-hmm. Really? I mean, mm-hmm. after everything you've been forgiven, do you have that right to demand anything? And why can't we be more like Jesus on the cross where we go, all right. Father, forgive them. And then I think we can embody can the, them. The, the scripture reference that says, be careful not to take an offense. Yeah. You know, I think there is there's there's a there's a dynamic there where where we understand what we've been forgiven, we understand where we're at in the mercy seat. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that we can literally have a conversation with ourselves regarding other people. Yeah. You know, now it comes a little more difficult when you start looking at yourself. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mhm. I mean, do you guys have Issues where you look in the mirror and you know what you've done and you're upset with yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Many times. And the forgiveness, I think, when you're, when you're looking at the inward side and you have sins that you're looking at or issues that you've done or wrongs that you've, you've committed and you want to justify it, I mean, first of all, if you're not bringing it to the Lord, you are going to be stirring up some serious stew inside. Yes. Mm. You know, a lot of people forgiving themselves is one of the hardest things to do. Why? I'd, well, I think, I think we put a lot of emphasis on ourselves. Yeah. A lot of expectations. A lot think? of expectations. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. people, people have a criteria that they follow. Well, most do. And then if you, if you're trying to stick by it and you fail it, well, now you're a failure because that's what we're taught. You don't do what you do, what you're supposed to do, then you're a failure. I mean, that's what we were brought up as young individuals. We're, we're trained that way from the beginning. And so here we are. You knew better. You did it anyways, and yep. therefore you failed. Yep. I, I'm not going to argue with that. I, I absolutely believe that's true. We, we have, if you know better and you do it, then mm-hmm. to you that's... What's wrong with you? Well, Why no, that's, you that? that's sin. That's yeah. sin, yes. I mean, when I was a kid, that's, if you knew better... Even I teach on a, on a regular basis. It's like the, the, the lady that's planting her garden, mm. and the reaction is different. If she's planting her garden and she's pulling weeds at the same time, and she looks back and she sees her, her two-year-old that's back there, or three-year-old, or wherever, however she can be cognizant, she's back there and she's got a handful of her flowers. And she goes, look, Mommy, I helped you pick the weeds today. And she's got all of her flowers in her hands. The mom's like, I just worked my tail end off to plant those flowers, but it's a it's a three year old. She didn't mm-hmm. know any better. Yeah. Right. Versus if Lorraine is planting flowers and they were supposed to go on a date, her and Steve, and Steve, Steve she looks back back behind as she's picking the wool, pulling the weeds, and she's been planting her tulips, and she looks back and Steve's back there. He's got a, some, you know, goofy grin on his face. He goes, Look, Lorraine, I helped you pick your flowers today, you know. She's going to half kill the dude right, right then and there. <laughs> yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. All right. So there'll be some forgiveness in the home. But yeah. but why? Because you know better. Yeah. You're yeah. not you're not for usually. Yeah. So <laughs> oh. I'm not for. I'm forty four. You're for oh two four. Putting it. that putting that out there, are you? Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm twenty four. I'm just saying that usually we're not four year olds. When at our age, we should know better. Mm-hmm. And so when you know better that the fault is it's a lot more ominous isn't it if i know better and i do it anyways 
yeah. then it is absolutely not a good thing. It's sin is what the Bible says, what James says. If, to mm-hmm. him that knows to do it and knows he doesn't do it. And does it. Sin. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. sin. So knowledge equals responsibility. Yeah. Yes. All right. Hundred percent. So if you guys, in that same capacity, what he's saying is, if if we're if we're guilty of of something, we know that we're guilty of something, and th- why is it so hard to forgive ourselves? Is it maybe because we know our intentions? Probably. It's a deeper thought, um, or you know that you might do it again. Yeah. I mean, how many things do you walk on the water with and go, oh, I, I, I'm sorry, Lord. I, I've, please forgive me. I, I didn't mean to do that. I, I, I know that's wrong. And then, you know, all of a sudden the week comes around and goes and next week comes and you I'm slip. sure you're the only one, Todd. I know. I know. I'm, I'm probably, yeah. No, I think all of us much. have been in that boat. Oh, Tim, you know you don't be Mr. Pastor. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Tim don't shook be, his head no. Yeah, Just right. for the audience. <laughs> yeah. They're not supposed to know that, guys. I did that uh, here. Oh, that's so right. You're a pastor, so you, 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 you're, you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be more perfect. You're on the pedestal. <laughs> Three-legged. Whatever. Whatever. Whoop. Everybody has done that. My, pedestal, Tim. My thing is, I, <laughs> we, got, we, have to be, we have to be careful yeah. as far as... We're not making excuses for continually slapping God in the face. That's right. Or slapping someone else in yes, the face. Yes, mm-hmm. because there has to be repentance. That's where... And, and what's repentance? Is Another not podcast. doing again, making a conscious decision to turn away. Yeah, from what we were doing before. Yeah, yeah. that we constantly know that it was that it's wrong. And the forgiveness thing, and that's one thing that I, I, I have a hard time with. He says that the king forgives him. Yeah. And then he goes and he demands, and then the king recalls his, his sin and and throws his family in into into slavery because it, it does the, exactly what he was doing before. Yeah, he says therefore, you know, if you guys don't forgive, but I think that is a command not only to the people that are wronging you, but I think it's also in ourselves. We're going to have to move beyond the sin. We're going to have to move beyond our failures. We're going to have to even mm-hmm. though even though we did them. Even though there were things that were not good that we have done, and I, I'm I'm probably the cheapest one in this room of stupidity. I've 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 done some really bad stuff, and um, I don't know. I think I'm right there with you. Oops. Well, it's not. We're not competing. I'll, I would win, but I'm just uh, saying. I'm, <laughs> of course, let's race the outside. The pastor will win. Let's race outside. We're wait. Well, you definitely win then, <laughs> uh, Mr. Tubby Tubby. Okay, what I'm saying is if, if we're looking in the mirror and we're recalling these things, but we know that we have gotten forgiveness from the king, Yes, we're going to have to learn not to sit there and demand justice by the nape of the neck from ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the image that I'm getting is after I have already been appropriated and justified and forgiven by the king, then there's going to have to be a process of forgetting and forgiveness mm-hmm. in that mirror. I'm going to have to learn, obviously, and I'm going to recall the lesson. Yeah. But and that's that's obviously that's different forgetting what we're, than what we're talking about here. When I say forgive, I'm releasing the debt in my own life as well, mm-hmm. and choosing to go. Yes, you did these things. Yes, I'm learning from these things, but I'm not going to hold myself back onto that person. I, yeah. I'm no longer we, that person. We can't anymore. concentrate on the debt that we owe knowing he's already Forget paid it. the debt. That's right. And then we can't go looking for somebody to 
um, to Seek vengeance to get vengeance from if we recall if we keep an honor in our mind that we of what we've been forgiven then we won't when somebody does something against us we'll we'll we'll, we'll be quick to forgive them because we know how much more we've been forgiven for that's very true well how many times do you work and you have a boss who has a boss who has a boss mm-hmm. they have a term for that it's called the um the something rolls downhill mm-hmm. <laughs> the Rose Hill goes yes. downhill. Rose yeah. down the hill. So, <laughs> <laughs> when what you're was looking, that again? That yeah, 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 goes down yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, I love to use that. But yeah, yeah, button. Yeah, I don't get to use it very often. <laughs> well, we try not to swear here on the. PT well, were you podcast. swearing? You didn't no. say the goes downhill. No, yeah. no, I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say that. But you were thinking about saying thinking downhill. Yeah, I yeah. I did think that. Okay. So yeah. obviously, when the boss is up there. Yeah. And then everything's going downhill. Mm -hmm. They're finding their way to, I guess, seek justice. Is it? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, that's a good perspective. Yeah. Because they're kind of like the debtor. I don't know, man. I guess it depends. We'd have to assign the motive of the person that was actually doing the correcting. Because I'm not talking about duties. I'm talking about when people are upset. And you get one boss who comes to another boss, and he's upset with him. And so then he takes it out on his workers. He always thinks, well, I see what you're saying. These guys that I have underneath me, they look bad. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because now, because they didn't do their job, I look like I didn't do my job. My boss is onto me saying, I didn't do anything right. Da 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 da. So. And then he just flipped it around, goes back. Well, then that that's 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 a problem in selfishness, and the and mm-hmm. it's not really a great leader that. Well, no, that, that does that at all. So that goes to a whole nother. I have to I have to forgive others in that capacity. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to learn from mistakes that are being made, even from other people. But we're, we're talking about others. But mm-hmm. I mean, when you say crap rolls downhill, and and you know, pardon that expression, but it's the truth. You, any time that there, but there's a reason why it's rolling downhill. Because usually, if we, if as a leader, as somebody that is trying to fix deeper issues, that once it starts to cess down at the bottom, you need to correct from the bottom and work your way up to the top. And the only people that I have uh, under my influence are the people that are underneath my leadership. Mm-hmm. What it mm-hmm. needs to do is, I think it needs to go backwards from that. It needs to start from the top. And then it needs to, the correction needs to roll down. And that that's what it actually needs to look like. It needs to look like, okay, well, I need to look at myself in the mirror and find the things that need to change and then work my way down from there and correct issues that led to all the things that happened to make that situation happen. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Like instead yeah. of, well, you made me look bad. Well, that's, that's not even the problem. That's just surface. Yes. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, that, and that kind of crap rolls downhill. That's, that is Americanized philosophy of yeah. leadership where I'm, mm-hmm. I'm more concerned about the way that I look than I am about correcting the issues. Yeah. That's how we get our philosophies about, and boy, don't make me preach, but that's how we get our religious pharisaical um, philosophies about how we act quote unquote in church versus how our hearts are in reality. Yeah. And if we're busy doing surface level work, especially when we're talking about forgiveness, mm-hmm. then what happens is you get that mentality of, I need to look like, I forgive. I need to look like, I'm, but I'm really not dealing with anything. Mm-hmm. What I'm really doing is, and and that's where I was a little taken aback about the filing away thing, because in marriage, when we're, we're talking about, 
dealing with forgiveness in marriage, one of the things that you're not supposed to do, it's, it's like the unfair battle up. is bringing those back up. And oh, if yeah. I file it away, it'll come back up. That's just me. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about you guys. Cause I don't know about you guys, but for me, I am that guy. When I argue, it's like, no, no door. holds barred. I'm going to remember every instance and occurrence, and I'm going to bring those things out, and you're going to remember just why you have no right to talk to me Whoa. about this stuff. And I call so that mudslinging. That is absolutely what it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and attitude reflects leadership. I'm just saying. I'm not going to say that our presidents and our congressmen and our senators do that or do not do that, although I probably <laughs> am saying that they are doing that. They are. And I'm not going to say that our country absolutely reflects the leadership that's in place. And our country has absolutely got the leadership that they deserve right now. And I don't care if you voted Republican or Democrat. If you're out there doing the same stuff on Facebook that your Democrats and Republicans are doing, then you absolutely have the leadership that you deserve. End of story. I need to forgive you for that. But anyways, we'll, we'll go from <laughs> was there. Was that filed back there? Wow. <laughs> that was somewhere. You just opened the drawer. Whoa. I did. I did. I opened that drawer. I did. And I got, but it's the truth, isn't it? Yeah, it is. When, when, when you're looking at leadership and you're looking at your, if, if I am the leader of my home, if I'm filing things away and not forgiving that in that capacity, others, then my, my wife, especially, if I'm allowing the past to dictate, then I'm chaining myself to something and anchoring myself to something that is a, it's not future, it's not progress, it's not forgiveness, and it is not love. It doesn't look like love. I'm chaining and anchoring myself to something that we're supposed to be growing past, mm. and I'm bringing these things up, and it's it's now creating a, a tug of war between me and my wife. Versus that, and that forgiveness does it. It brings up bitterness. Filing it away—that's the thing. That's that's my question here: is how in the world, if we can't forget? Mm -hmm. And I think you answered that, Todd. You said it's a it's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice. You you go if it comes back up, what do we do with it? Yeah, we got to take the thought captive. Well, that's Second Corinthians. Uh Second Corinthians chapter ten, I think, is what it is. Mm-hmm. For though we walk in the flesh, we're not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. And we destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ, being ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. So look at what is before your eyes. And if anyone is confident that he is Christ, let him remind himself that just as he is Christ, so also are we. And he's making a pretty bold bold statement here he's saying that we're not waging war against the people and i think when we're looking in the mirror we have to say we're not waging war against that person right we're we're raging war against those thoughts that are raging out there that disqualify you as somebody that god has forgiven that that you are walking in court romans 12 uh what is it romans 8 i think it says there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus and if you have gotten forgiveness I think if you start to recall your sin and the thing, the, de- the amount of debt that you had with that person, I think that you will begin to um, hold yourself at the nape of the neck. And in fear of recompense from the king, who has obviously forgiven your debt and has mm-hmm. sent you on your way, okay, mm-hmm. then I think in fear you'll go and demand the denarii. I think that's what sometimes happens, that you want to be justified and you want to feel like you have authority or that you've got power and you know, you've sinned, you know, you owe that much. I want to, I want to justify, I want to feel better about myself. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to hold somebody else by the nape of the neck. And I'm going to feel like I'm the King. I think that's what happened there. If you read that, read that scripture, that's Mm. one way of looking at it, that he knew what he was guilty of. 
Mm. The king forgives him. His debt's done. Yeah. But he goes out, and because he knows who he is, he knows what he's done. How about this? He knows who he was and how much the king had forgiven him. And I think in that shame, when he didn't deal with forgiveness of himself, he went and started in bitterness and in unforgiveness of other people. He began to hold people by the name of the Instead net. of walking in his freedom. Yeah. Instead of knowing that he was forgiven, mm-hmm. instead of realizing that that debt was forgiven and, and, and paying that forward in kindness, yeah. mm-hmm. he, he wallowed in shame and guilt, didn't forgive himself and wound up holding somebody else by the nape of the neck. That's, that's, that's heavy. Mm. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to, I don't want to be that guy. No. Okay. So we talked about others. We talked about forgiving others. Talked about self. self. Last thing. And right now, I, I know this is a really, really hard topic. Um, there's a lot of you out there that are going through this where people have died mm-hmm. um, prematurely. Um, people are in the hospital right now. You don't know what's going to happen. Mm. Um, and you had a picture of how things were going to work out. And it you feel kind of like Job. Yep. Mm-hmm. How many Jobs are out there? I'm wondering, and how many of you need to forgive God? Yeah. Not that he has done anything wrong. Not but that he's placing op- blame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many of you have had those conversations? And I know even this week I had a conversation with a young lady. She was saying that she went to see um, her fiance's family and that they were blaming God for all the things that were happening on this earth, that it's all God's mm-hmm. fault that he's allowing this and that it's, it's his fault that he's allowing this thing. Mm. Now, there's a theological premise that I can talk about and get all upset about, but I'm not going to do that. I am going to say that some of you have got to deal with that that bitterness towards the Lord, that, that, that mm-hmm. hurt, that offense that you have with the Lord. And how do we do that? How do we get past our equation of how things should have worked out and trust him that he knew what was best? Well, I'm going to start off by saying reverting back to it's a choice yeah you you have to choose to forgive but when you first made that statement the first thing that came to my mind was my mother died of cancer mm. um it was a very early age wow by no means should she have mm. been taken from the earth and, that, and i was i know i was devastated i was mad mm-hmm. i played the you know lord oh, i hate you i can't believe you why would you do that to me yeah uh, there's so much more time I need with her mm. and I was angry and not not just well I'm a little upset I can't believe you did that mm-hmm. I was flat out PO'd mm. so it took a while before I could say alright Lord I get it she had cancer that's not your doing but you took her home thank you and so but it, it was a choice it was not it didn't come because somebody opened a fortune cookie for me and said, you need to forgive God. It had to be one of those times where you just kind of look at everybody and kind of go, okay, it happens. The Lord does things for a reason. And in this case, it was for the better. And so I had to put that wow. that forgiveness in there mm-hmm. in order for me to forget the pain. So, uh, wow! And 
Sorry, I didn't mean to Debbie Downer there. No, that's, that's not fine. Debbie Downer. That, that, I, I that's do. exactly what a lot of people are going through. I mean, yeah, a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people don't deal with death uh, very you, well. You said something though, and I, I want to key on it. You said that that wasn't God. The cancer um, wasn't God. If it wasn't God, where'd it come from? Came from Satan. Well, that's true, but what? Yeah, I think that's probably why people go well, to that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Is because I don't think that we're defining it. We're, we're, we're saying, well, it didn't come from God. Well, who did it come from? And the, the answer is ominous. The answer is, well, every selfish decision that gets made out there results in some form of, of hurt or, or, like God said, the wages of sin is death. death. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step off in it because that's what I'm going to do. Um, but let's just talk because we're, you're a farmer. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest problems that we have, I know you and I have talked, is the GMO stuff that exists out there. Right. And uh, we don't know, like with Roundup or any of this other stuff that happens with, with these farmers, when That's they make this Roundup-ready uh, corn that is genetically modified to withstand... Pest and... Yeah, mm. other things. Okay, now hold on. That doesn't sound healthy. The reason why they're doing it is so that they can spray the crops and yield higher and yield higher so that they can have more money, which is greed. Ooh. Right. But what they, what they don't tell you is that this genetically modified stuff can result in, and I say can, you know, I know some of you scientific people out there are going to get on there and go, Oh, technically, blah, 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 blah. Listen, I, I ain't a scientist, but I could tell you right now, there's enough studies out there to say that genetically modified stuff causes cancer. cancer. Oh my goodness. And so a selfish decision, although it seems like it's, so I guess we could say it man-made. It's but. a, it's a man-made decision. Well, not to say everybody is guilty of it. No, Adam's guilty of it. Adam sinned. He brought sin into the world. Yeah, yeah. I would say that well, Eve started it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I don't. I wasn't even ready for that. Whoa, man! That's, and if a woman was here, she'd say, no! "Yeah, she, she, she'd kill you." Um, it's, I'm written, it's written. In Her Bible. name is the root. Yes, she started it. <laughs> Who pulled that out? I would I would like Who to say it? that the the opinions of my comrades are not necessarily the That's opinions of the BC podcast. Joking, I promise. Yeah, Lorraine, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say this that every one of us, and this is how I would explain this, because people say, well, if it doesn't come from God, if cancer didn't come from God, if if COVID didn't come from God, if this stuff, then, then why did God allow it? Here's the deal: God allows free will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God has explained the system. He has said, listen, the way the, the wages of sin. Is death. is death. My question to any of us is, ha- have any of us sent? Have any of us engaged in selfish decision-making? Sure. Yeah. Can we, we all have. Can we say. Say so we all have with, sinned with and the fallen knowledge, short. But let me, let me finish the thought. Okay. Sorry. Let me, let, me, let me finish this and say like this. Can we say for certain how much that cost? Mm. No. Nobody knows. No. And so every time that they say, well, we're not hurting anybody by doing what we're doing. Yeah, we're just how, making seeds that are how do you know? pest friendly. How mm. do you know if God says this, if he says, and he's the author and creator and sustainer of all things, yeah. and he says that this is not good, and you say, well, the only way that I feel good is if I do this, or the only way I make money for my family is if I genetically modify corn, or the only way that I'm able to live is if I you know, do this or that, okay? My, my comment is, how do you know what you're doing? 
is not hurting something else or someone else? How do you have enough wisdom to determine? I guarantee Monsanto, even though they were, they 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 didn't think about the ramifications of you know farmers in India who can't afford the genetically modified corn and are they're they're suffering because of it or somebody's eating it at home and they have a adverse reaction to this thing and they get cancer mm -hmm. that's just one example out of how many where somebody has made a, a a decision that seemed harmless at the time but did not have the wherewithal and we end up going well god allowed that no 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 god god has a system of love and and uh freedom where you're able to make freedom of choice. That's right. Yes. We're able to make a decision and suffer the ramifications. So of the those. idiot that comes in there and blows everybody up and, and shoots everybody up. And that is a choice he made to sin and to, and God, I mean, he gave that person that choice. He gives every one of us a choice. Yeah. I mean, it's not God's fault that everybody was sh shot up and there was a mass. I'm going to get killing. in so much trouble and we don't have a lot of more time, but Jeremiah, I see what you're saying, though. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 19, um, he's really upset with the Israelites. And God doesn't get upset? What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, You're not reading the same Bible I am. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah 19, 4 says, Because the people have forsaken me. Who did? The people. The people. Yeah. Did he cause them to do that? No. No. The people have forsaken me and profaned this place by making offerings in it to other gods whom neither they nor their fathers nor the kings of Judah have known. And because they have filled it and filled its place with the blood of the innocents and have built high mm. places in Baal to burn their sons in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, wow. which I did not command or decree, mm. nor did it even enter my mind. Mm. That's God saying that to the Israelites. So we can surprise God. Well, it's not a, no, we can't surprise him, but... Well, kind of. I don't know. Read that. Last verse. This well, is, that was not in his mind of what love is. Well, Because he's love. Well, There's no way that's love. So when he's in the garden, we can get off on this tangent, but when he's in the garden and they sin and he's genuinely going, hey, where are you guys? Yeah, And why at? are you covered? He still knows where they are. You think so? Oh, so he's playing with them. He's not playing with him. He's letting them know that he's looking for them and they're hiding. It's a whole other podcast. What I am saying <laughs> is that in the all-knowing of God, I don't think God sits up there, twiddles, twiddles his thumbs, and worries and concerns himself with actions that are not things that he has wanted uh, for us yeah. at the beginning. He's not up there going, contemplating darkness, no. going, oh my gosh, I hope What's they don't do gonna this. What's going to happen? What am I going to do next? That's right. Yeah. And so he when, he, when he goes, why did you do this? Why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. He's genuinely going... Of all the options you chose. that you chose, that one didn't even cross my mind. You know why? Because that's so dark and that's so terrible. Mm -hmm. I'm, I that's not even capable of that. That's why he's upset. Yeah. I can't look at the God of the Old Testament or even the New Testament and go, he the was God. anything other than, same God, anything other than surprised that they would pick those things. He was absolutely going, what in wow. the world is wrong with you people? Why would you do this? Yeah. So... At every turn, and I think the things that we sit there and point our finger and go, well, that's God, that's God's fault. No, 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 no. That's not, he did not preordain somebody to walk into a church with a gun and start shooting people. Mm -hmm. He didn't even know, he might have known that it, he, the guy was doing it. He might have known that the guy was choosing it. I think you're absolutely right on that. But I still think he grieves at those things. Oh, yeah. I still think he hurts. I think he hurts over the, the, the things that are happening now with COVID. 
Mm-hmm. I think that he's grieving over the losses of those people. I don't think he's happy with those things. And the, the sentiment of, you know, the end result is the goodness of where he takes them home or he brings them home to be absent of the bodies, to be present with the Lord. I think those yeah. are all great things. Right. But I think that's another realm of forgiveness where we sometimes assign to God blame that does not belong to him. Agreed. And we say, because it's, it's, I almost feel like it's safe. It's like he's big enough to handle it. But if we're not careful, the bitterness that gets seated and rooted in our hearts about the Lord, it's not him. It's not him that's doing these things. It's not him that's bringing these things about. It's it, There's other things at work yeah. that are happening. It's like what you said earlier when you said we are, we, what our actions have done as a nation has put the people that we have in leadership. Yeah, we, we've got the leadership we, we deserve. Yeah, because of the choices that that America as a nation as a whole, they've turned away from the Lord just as Israel did. And, you know, they sacrificed babies. Well, what do we do? That's another podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think I think in, in forgiveness-wise, it's as a, a nation, not I mean. It's a predetermination of our hearts whether mm-hmm. or not we get a, a an apology. Because sometimes I think it's us that needs to just release the debt that we believe other people owe us and walk in freedom of that. Yeah. Because I think that that frees us. That's the bottom line is that yeah. if we're continually holding on to anchors that are drowning us, that of course we're going to mm-hmm. drown. Of course. And, and usually the other people don't even know that, that you're upset with them. I mean, and God's up there going, listen, I, I didn't, this wasn't me. I didn't do this. This was somebody else's choice. Yeah. But you found yourself to be upset. I think you need to learn how to, to under, first of all, theologically, you need to understand what God's purpose is. And it's never to, to hurt or destroy. It's always mm-hmm. based and rooted in love. When you're looking at Afghanistan and the Taliban, he's, He's not the author of Taliban going in and cutting off heads. That's not no. what he's, he didn't preordain Taliban to do that. Evil. Yeah. And, and you want to get into a, an argument with me, start blaming God for Taliban doing that kind of stuff. Start mm-hmm. blaming God for abortion. Start blaming yeah. God for government agencies doing things that they don't need to be doing. And we're not going to get into yeah. that. But well, Todd, it's not on this podcast. No, not on that one. No. Can you explain to us a little bit more how you came to your resolve from being angry at the Lord and 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 then and then realizing you it's not His fault. You, sure, I know that uh, the time I my think mom, people could really really yeah. help. The time my mom had passed away, it had definitely uh, been a spot in my life where I wasn't falling on the Lord. I wasn't, you know, I was quick to judge Him. I was quick to call Him out, mm. but it wasn't one of those things where I was going to church, you know, faithfully. I wasn't listening. I wasn't uh, looking for words. Or spirit, I just mm. wanted. I wanted to live my life, and I knew my mom had cancer. Which you'd think at that time you'd be praying to the Lord, finding Him closer mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't I, for whatever reason. So I think in the end, it was time that healed my wounds. It was also a moment of when I had to say, "Okay, my mom's gone. There's nothing I can do." Mm. I could I could stick I could could continue to be mad, but what good is it going to do for me? It's anger that I don't need to spend energy on. So, so you had to choose. 
Yeah. So was it a quick release or was it no. a slow release? No, it took probably a little over a year and a half. Still stings mm. sometimes? Yeah. I mean, mm. you know, knowing that she's in a better place, that reassures my heart. But mm. thinking, you know, wow, at such an early age, I, I watch mm. people who still call their moms every day or every other day or every week. Mm. It's like, man, I, I don't have that option. Wow. So. Well, I guess that's where we're at. And it's forgiveness is not forgetting. Mm-hmm. No. Forgiveness is a continual releasing of the debt. But it is a choice. That's exactly what I'm saying. Choice of yes. continually it's, releasing it's, the it's debt. A, it's a choosing to say, I, they don't owe me anything. Yeah. This isn't, uh, they're, they're no longer indebted to me. And that's whether with others or with ourselves, or sometimes I think with disappointment, with God and we start to blame God on those things. You're saying it, it is a continual choice to say, you know what, God, I trust you. I, I'm releasing that mm-hmm. expectation. I'm releasing that debt. You don't owe me anything. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Well, I mean, really good conversation guys. And, and yeah. we've already gone a lot longer than what I had anticipated. Wow. But what I'd like to say is that I know that there are some people out there that are going through this. We're going to play a song uh, by a great, great band called Jericho March. Um, been looking forward to introducing you guys to these guys. They're they're great people. Uh, Jordan Rhodes is the, the lead vocalist, a good friend of mine. They're at a White House, and uh, we're going to listen to their uh, a, a song called "Prison Without Walls." is from their from their latest project. Um, the band, of course, is called Jericho March. We're going to play that, and then we're going to come back and we're going to uh, just invite you to pray over these things, and uh, then we're going to close it out. So here is Jericho March with "Prison Without Walls." I hope you guys enjoy it.
That was uh, Jericho March. I think it's Prison Without Chains. I think is what it is. Not Prison Without Walls. Prison Without Chains. But okay. it's a great, great song. Love it, uh, Jordan. Sorry about that that foul up there, man. It's a great, great tune. And I hope you guys go and check out Jericho March. They're on Spotify. They just released this album. It's a great album. And man, if you guys are interested in having them, booking them, go to Jordan, quote unquote, Jack's Rhodes on Facebook. You can get a hold of him and, and book him for uh, they're great worship leaders. Cool. They're great band. They're great people. They're they're just good people. And uh, I appreciate you letting us use your song on the podcast today, even though I didn't get the title right. Like a Dunning. You'll have it's to okay. forgive we me. We forgive you. Yeah. Th- well, it's not up to you. Well, I didn't offend you. I offended Jordan. Mm-hmm. I so don't know. I'm kind of offended. I could feel him right now. He's offended. Is he? No, I don't know. Make, well, we can make a call. He can listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't. He's like, whatever, man. You played as cool. I'm sure that, that that's just how cool he is. Anyways. Uh, okay. So. 
we're having you know deep theological conversation even during the break and uh, having having a great time. <laughs> this is stir, spurring us on to 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 ask questions even in our own life. So I know it's doing that for you. If you're at home today, you're having problems with bitterness. You're having problems with unforgiveness. You're having problems with anger. I, I, I'm going to finish up the thought by reading Matthew chapter five, and he starts a little bit. In that Matthew 5, he talks about the Beatitudes, and he talks about salt and light. He talks about Christ coming to fulfill the law. And then out of almost out of nowhere, he gets into Matthew 5, verse 21. He says, you have heard it said to those of old that you should not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable for judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council, and whoever says you fool will be liable to hellfire. So if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother mm-hmm. and then come and offer your gift. Yeah. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're going with them to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. So I'm telling you that it is so important that you release these things, that mm-hmm. you yes. allow yourself to not only forgive others, but look in the mirror and realize that God has forgiven you. And if he's forgiven you, you need to release that debt on yourself. Yeah. You, there's no way you're paying it back. There's mm-hmm. not. It's not going to happen. Now, I realize that we're not going to be able to forget the, the person that hurt us a long time ago. I realize that those things are there. I think that God can do wonders and works and maybe do supernatural forgetting. I've, I've, I'm not hurt. If you have a story like that, let us know. But mm-hmm. I am telling you right now that if you're in these positions where you might, might even be mad at God, you might be wondering how you're going to get past these things. I just want to remind you that if you release these things and you'll forgive yourself, you forgive others, and maybe even forgive the Lord, even though he hasn't done anything wrong, still allowing yourself to release the debt that you mm-hmm. feel he owes to you, I think you're going to walk in a freedom that you might not have had before. And how do you do that? It's a choice. Yeah. It's as these thoughts come, you have to remind yourself that you're letting these things go and not ruminate, like Steve was saying, not ruminate on those things and meditate. If, if you're going through things or just have some things you need to talk about, uh, again, give us a message on Facebook at the PT Podcast. We really want the opportunity to listen and pray with you. Yeah. And maybe you, you've never heard about this God that is powerful and is forgiving and is merciful and is going to lead you through these times. Mm-hmm. I, listen, I know that Jesus would love to hear from you. So just take a moment right where you're at. I want you to just talk to him. As real as it can be, if you're having a hard time letting things go, yes. if, you're, if you're harboring angry resentment, maybe bitterness, if you, and even if you have questions on how to do that, ask him first. And then if you still have questions, listen, talk to your pastor. If you've got a pastor at home, go talk to him or come to, come to us on messages on, on, yeah. on Facebook. And we would love to hear from you. Okay. But, um, and until that time, listen, we're going to close it out today. We appreciate you listening. Uh, my name is Tim Lutch, uh, PT. This is Todd Bergen, the Irishman, the, the red Irishman, the red, yeah. red headed Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> and and we got Steve over here. What's your name, dude? Steve Howard. I'm the bald beauty. You said the I said. Well, no, it's the fact. It's a fact it's now. A fact. It's wow. accepted. Generally premised. You are the bald beauty now. Yeah. In fact. Yeah. When the calendars come out, you're on the front cover. <laughs> oh, my wife's gonna do the calendar. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. scary. That you're gonna have to forgive us for that one, folks. <laughs> Listen, if you guys want to support, please go on the page uh, at Podbean. You can be a patron. We can send you T-shirts and all that stuff. We'd love to get PT Podcast T-shirts, but we need your help to continue this thing That'd be going. Cool. So please give us. Um, um, uh, you can go to, to, to the patron site and, and, 
uh, financially contribute. If you like what you're hearing, even if you don't like what you're hearing, please feel free to financially contribute. Otherwise, let me tell you something. God is faithful. He is providing. And we are so thankful for this opportunity to come into your lives through this podcast. And if no one has told you, I hope you know it. God loves you so much. And so do I. And I know that these guys love you too. We're praying for you. Yes, It's rough out there, guys. Don't forget that he's faithful. Hang in there. We'll see you next time. Good night. Thank you.